shake when I swivel my hips. Make your body quiver when I snarl my lips. I'll burn and hug a lull in a tight jumpsuit. Rocking and rolling in my blue suede shoes. But I'm just a man carrying on a dream. And Elvis Presley is still the king. Hello, all you Elvis fans. This is Lee Douglas of Old Time Rock and Roll and audio producer at TCB Radio. Tonight, Krista Joy, Peter Alden, and are online and excited to join you in celebrating the memory of Elvis Presley and his lasting legacy that carries on to this day. Get ready for some Elvis content and news you can use right now. Produced by Elvis fans for Elvis fans. It's time now. TCB Radio. Elvis fans, this is Krista Joy, founder of TCBRadioNetwork.com. And I'm your co-host of TCB Radio Network and Elvis tribute artist, Peter Alden. Welcome to the TCB Radio Network podcast. Get ready for some Elvis content and news you can use where it's all Elvis all the time. We've got your interviews with authors, Elvis fan club presidents, artists, musicians, and of course, close personal friends of Elvis Presley, the people who knew him, the man himself. Thank you for tuning in. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy. It's time for the TCB Radio Network Podcast. And we were super excited this week to make a couple of quick announcements before we get into the interview. First of all, the 30th annual Marion Cock Elvis Presley Memorial Dinner is coming up Monday, August 13th, 2018 at 7 p.m. in the Skyway Room at the Peabody Memphis. Tickets are $90 or $35 for children aged 12 and under and are non-refundable. You can even make three consecutive monthly payments of $30 each for your ticket. The earlier you order, Order the tickets the closer to the stage you will be. You can just make your checks out to EPMD, which stands for Elvis Presley Memorial Dinner, and close a self-addressed stamped envelope and mail it to Tina Griffin at 9529 11th Avenue, Orlando, Florida, 32824. You can also charge your tickets by phone if you want to call Lori Holland. Her number is 662-322-5956. Attire is formal or semi-formal. And there will be special guests, a high-end gift raffle, live charity auction, and even a candlelight memorial service. If you've lost a loved one this year and want to carry one of the 41 candles, or if you just want to carry one for Elvis, just let Lori or Tina know your person's name, and they will put you on the list. Your candle will be given to you at 6.30 p.m. in the elevator area at the Skyway. Now, we are super excited to bring you this week's interview. And before we get too far into this, I want to make sure and give you the website. Uh, the gentlemen we're going to be speaking to tonight are Tyler Green and Uncle Larry of Coco Palms Resort. Uncle Larry Rivera. 
Uncle Larry Rivera. And um, you can check out more about the resort at CocoPalmsKauai.com. So be sure to look that up because they're doing tours and everything. It's it's not just a deserted hotel, right, Pete? Nope, they're doing tours. Uncle Larry does weddings and vowel renewals. Wedding vowel You know, if renewals. you're already married and you want to do it again, that's then what he's doing. If you want to buy a vowel and you're on... <laughs> vowel renewal. <laughs> Either one of those. They'll be happy to, to accommodate you at Coco Palms. Um, this interview was just such a blast for me. Blue Hawaii is one of my all-time favorite movies. It was great for me. I went to Coco Palms years ago. In fact, it was 2008 I was there. We were on a movie tour, and it was all closed up. There it was the the movie tour company was the only way to get in. It was deserted, and there were areas you couldn't even get to. It was still lovely with all the hurricane mess that was there, but but now Tyler Green and his company they're really shaping it up, and uh, it's going to be beautiful once again as it always was. And Larry Rivera is just a hoot. Just listening to him talk and 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 sing was was a lot of fun. So um, I think you're I think you're really going to really going to enjoy it. He talks about a show called Hawaii Call. I found one of the old radio uh, intros for that show, so we have a little extra bonus feature for the podcast. And here we meet again beneath the mighty Moana Banyan tree beside the sea. The great panorama of Waikiki Beach before us. Old Diamond Head at one end, surfboards and outrigger canoes catching the waves out there. Many colors along the shore, a bright and beautiful picture. This is Webley Edwards speaking for all the islanders, for these many mainlanders from so many places whose voices now rise with us in that traditional shout that begins our songs from the islands. Our aloha as Hawaii Call. Hawaii hotel in its heyday was the spot. So many big name celebrities stayed here and associated themselves with Coco Palms. Um, and so it's just a wonderful news that it's going to be brought back to life. And I, I really believe, I know it's been a lot of red tape and a lot of Elvis fans have been waiting for years for something to be done. Um, but I believe in the enthusiasm and all of that from greenwaters.com and I really think they're going to uh, make a miracle happen. Yeah, I think the right guys are, are in charge this time. There have been others that have tried, but uh, but something got in the way. I, I think the right people are, are in now, people who are going from the heart. I think that'll show in, in what, they've got, what they've got planned. Yeah, so I think you'll really enjoy this interview. We could talk about it all day, but let's go ahead and just play the interview for you. Um, and thank you guys for listening to TCB Radio Network Podcast. Here is the one with Coco Palms Resort. What Elvis fan hasn't seen the movie Blue Hawaii? The movie ending, of course, with Chad and Miley's lavish outdoor Hawaiian wedding ceremony in a scene considered by some critics to be one of the great moments in classic American cinema. The last 20 minutes of Blue Hawaii was shot on location at the beautiful Coco Palms, the oldest and most famous hotel on the Garden Isle of Kauai. Frank Sinatra and Bing Crosby were regular visitors, as were the Von Trapp family singers. 
And it's also been the backdrop for several classic and modern day films. So let's relive some beautiful Elvis memories at the Coco Palms tonight. On the line, we have very two very special guests for you. The first one is Tyler Green, who is one of the men responsible for bringing you an all-new Coco Palms that succeeds in honoring its rich past and meaningful history while celebrating and embracing the future. Tyler has nearly two decades of real estate and development experience both nationally and in the local Hawaiian market. He's a proud father of twin boys. And you can find more on Tyler at greenwaters.com. Don't forget the the E at the end of green. Tyler Green, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Also dubbed Mr. Coco Palms for his show that's been running for 60-plus years at the Historic Hotel. Composer and musician Larry Rivera is not only a living treasure, but also someone who lives by example. Born and raised on the island of Kauai and a veteran of the Korean War, Larry has composed over a 100 songs, and he's recorded and published most of them. Larry was there at Coco Palms when Elvis was filming Blue Hawaii, and he's got some great stories to share. He still coordinates and produces the Blue Hawaii Weddings in the Lagoon. You can download his CDs at cdbaby.com. Larry Rivera, welcome to the show. <laughs> you're you're on. We're gonna go ahead and ask Tyler the first question, though. Tyler, uh, the rumor is that Coco Palms is abandoned, but some of the location is still thriving. Is that right? Will you explain more about that? Yeah. So you know, to many people's surprises, when they come see us on the property, there's quite a bit of the remaining structures that existed prior to Hurricane Iki. And so when we reopen and renovate, uh, it, it really is just bringing back the uh, buildings that exist and existed prior to Aniki. And so as an example, uh, we've still got the concrete and steel structures that house about 80% of the hotel rooms. Uh, we've still got the foundations where the uh, cottages were uh, prior to Aniki that we'll be rebuilding. And so there's quite a bit on site and uh, that, that's happening now. Okay, and Tyler, can you tell us specifically uh, why Elvis fans are going to want to visit now and then come back in 2020, too? Well, you know, I think it's 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 not only for those folks that, uh, you know, grew up in the Elvis era, but as we're seeing this renaissance and revival of Elvis fans, even uh, down into the millennials. And so we've always said honor the past and celebrate the future, as you pointed out. What that means to us is a gathering place for the Golden Age Elvis fans of, of days gone by, but also their, their kids and grandkids that also want to get excited and engaged about this special and wonderful property. Okay, fantastic. And then um, we also, the bungalows, uh, the housing suites, and the, even the one, actually we read that the one where Elvis actually stayed during the filming of Blue Hawaii was made of wood. Um, how much of the hotel is going to be replicated to look like it did when Elvis was there? How about that suite? Will it be kind of the same? Uh, it'll be very similar. We actually, those suites, because of current FEMA standards, will be elevated uh, eight feet above uh, sea level. What that means is it will look kind of similar to a, a Bora Bora style uh, bungalow, if you will, where it's elevated in the air eight feet and then the uh, old steaming and thatched roofs and everything comes back from there. So in terms of floor plans, uh, they'll be somewhat similar from, from what was there. Uh, 
but essentially just lift it up off the ground. Oh, I love it. So it's going to be the same, just higher, eight feet higher. Correct. Yeah. That sounds great. Okay, Larry, you are Kauai's own musical legend. So getting your getting your start decades ago at Cocoa Palms, you know, you were first a dishwasher and you worked your way up to become uh, one of Kauai's premier entertainers. To this day, you have you have such a great heart for Cocoa Palms. Can you uh, explain to us uh, what makes it so special to you? Well, being here all my life, from uh, waiters to busboys to uh, bartenders to front desk, you know, I first saw the first owners here. I worked to six different companies, and this is the best thing that ever is going to happen to Cocoa Palms. And from Elvis to Bing to Frank to Marathon to Patty Pay to Don Hall, we all came to my show. And the people here, the aloha is what counted. The aloha spirit. You were not just a member. You had a name as a worker, you know. They took you all over this island. And people became friends and family. It became a family hotel where everybody worked together and sang together. We even did shows for all the people that came here. You know, the first person to plant a tree here was Webley Edwards because he brought millions of people from his radio show called Hawaii Call. He had a radio show, Hawaii Call, mm-hmm. every Saturday, and he brought millions of people. So he planted a tree. He's the first person to plant a tree, Webley Edwards. And from Elvis to Bing to Frank, they all came here, and we just loved them. And Elvis was so good. When I first met him, he, uh, he, he didn't know me, and I didn't know him. But I supposed to sing a solo and walk up to the stage. There's 400 people watching a lagoon over there, and the lights go out, and I'm supposed to sing a solo called Love and Aloha. And I walk to the dining room as the light follow me and end up my song. As soon as he looked at me with his mouth wide open, he couldn't believe. And at the end of the song, he gave me a standing ovation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just went on and he didn't let me off stage for three songs. The MC had to say, uh, we have to uh, have another performer, so if you want to see Larry, he'll be in the cocktail lounge after this main show. <laughs> That's a nice If you want to see him at the main show, you have to, it's a nightcap with Larry, but the drinks are on you. Nightcaps <laughs> <laughs> with Larry, but the drinks are on you. <laughs> now, Larry, I know people people come up to you all the time and they say, you knew Elvis, and I know you have a response uh, to that, but I want you to tell us, what is it you always say to people when they say, hey, you knew Elvis? I tell them, no, Elvis knew me. He said, you sang with Elvis. I said, no, Elvis sang with me. <laughs> That's you awesome. Know. I mean, who do you think they are? You know, I'm just a regular person. But he was the most wonderful man, the most kindest, most soft-spoken, and very humorous. And so he said, I wrote a song for my wife. I searched for love. I met her in the Army when I was in the um, Korean War. And I wrote the song, uh, I Search for Love. 
the first song I ever wrote, I was 14 years old, and I wrote a cowboy song called I'm Riding, coming down Wyandotte Canyon in a jack, a donkey, and um, coming down, and the first song I ever wrote at 14. Wow. Then the next song came at 23 years old. So see how far apart the song came. But that's when I wrote, I searched for love, and Elvis said, Larry, I love that song. I'll buy it from you. I'll give you $500 right now. I said, Elvis, I didn't know how to copyright a song, or he didn't sell a song. <laughs> he said, I'll teach you. So we had a good time and became very close friends. And he wrote a document with, I still have the document to show you uh, of the song I Search for Love that I wrote for my wife. So he went, we went on. I met him and Dr. Franklin that did a show in Memphis and he um, took care of 100 impersonators of Elvis, but he wanted me to come up here, paid all my trip and my wife to talk to the people, the contestants of the impersonators and um, uh, tell them the story of my friendship with Elvis. Oh, I love that. So where, where did you get to travel to for that? Was in Memphis. In Memphis. in Memphis, okay, excellent. How fun! Yeah, they brought me there to talk to the impersonators. They had about a hundred impersonators wow. as a contest, and mm-hmm. I had to talk to them and tell them about my friendship with Elvis. Yeah, and the county of Kauai just um, asked me to write a song or Logan for the island of Kauai. And so I came up with Aloha Begins With Me, and I wrote the song Aloha Begins With Me. I will always remember the pageant I did with Deborah Kapuli, the last queen of Kauai. She was, she died in 1853, and she returned to Coco Palms in 1953 in pageantry. It was gorgeous. Oh, wow. And to a Prince Kohimi and all the beautiful, beautiful well, um, back to you, Tyler. I know you got to get going pretty soon. I uh, wanted to ask you about the fish ponds and the lagoons on the property. Is it true that they're on the state historic registry and they're going to be preserved? Uh, yes. Uh, those, uh, those, uh, that area there, the lagoon, represents the uh, area where the fish ponds of Queen Deborah Kapule uh, once laid. And so, absolutely, those get preserved and protected. We have a, we've registered them on the State Historic uh, Registry, and we have a lagoon preservation plan, which lays out the guide map uh, for us to to do that. And then also, can you tell me, Tyler, I know um, Cocoa Palms Hui had planned since 2014 to set aside land at the resort for like a nonprofit that's going to offer lessons in Hawaiian culture and all of that. Is that, is, is that still something that you're going to be doing? Yes, that's still very much part of the, the plan. Uh, we're actually trying to coordinate those efforts now. Uh, we've got that, that site earmarked and sectioned off, and, and we're just trying to work through the uh, logistics of that. Fantastic. Well, there's so much to look forward to. And um, I know that Larry's offering wedding, wedding ceremonies. Uh, what else do you have going on now at Coco Palms? Because I know so many people think there's there's not a ton to do, but there really is. I still do the weddings at the end of the lagoon. I do a lot of renewals. Yes, so so we've got Uncle Larry doing the uh, weddings and vow renewals. We 
got some food trucks that will be coming up there on site to support a bunch of activity we're getting from uh, from our tours. So we have a historical property tour that's done by Bob Jasper. And then we have a Robert Kawai tour that, that brings people in uh, from their tours on their buses. And then we're also putting together a coconut grove tour where folks can come and learn and, and walk through the largest coconut grove in the state uh, of Hawaii. And, and we've also been told it's the oldest. Uh, but folks can come through and walk through the grove and learn about coconuts and, and drink some of that uh, fresh coconut juice right off the tree. Oh, how fun. And is, now, do, if people want to take those tours, is it best to, to just contact Cocoa Palms directly, or how do they do that? Yeah, thank you. We've got a uh, booking site set up, and if they just go to CocoaPalmsKauai.com, they'll see the list of all the different activities there. They'll see our progress uh, on the renovation side. Uh, we'll have a link uh, that we're putting together as well for Uncle Larry for uh, vow renewals and weddings, and they can book right there online. Excellent. Well, now, Uncle Larry, I would like to know if you could tell us a little bit about your song, Beautiful Cocoa Palms. Oh, I, somebody said, hey, we're going to open Cocoa Palms. I said, wow, I want to be the first person, and I'm going to write a song for it. So it's very easy, Beautiful Cocoa Palms, shining in the sun. Beautiful Cocoa Palms, where my heart belongs. Beautiful cocoa palm, it's so heavenly. Beautiful cocoa palm, where I want to be, and it goes on. <laughs> That's fantastic. You know, cocoa palm, cocoa palm, it was not just a hotel. It was the major, most beautiful in the whole island, in the world. And the Aloha spirit lives forever here in beautiful cocoa palms. And the torch lighting ceremony, the Denver Kapula pageant, the Prince Kohil, everything was a Hawaiian culture. Wow, that's fantastic. Now, Uncle Larry, you have uh, a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Hawaii Music Awards. So uh, you need to let us know a little bit about that because that's fantastic. So uh, I want you to talk a little bit about your Lifetime Achievement Award. Well, it's called a Hoku Award, and it's held in Honolulu. I had to fly over, and they selected me as the Lifetime Achievement Award for all my songs and my recordings, especially for the song Kamalani. Kamalani was about a frog where Mrs. Guslander, the owner, when, of course, she passed away already, she asked me to write a song about a frog because the frogs were making a noise to the tourists. And so she had to make a lemonade out of a lemon tree, you know. So what happened? <laughs> so she got me to write a song. Larry, write a song. I said... Yeah, yeah, what am I going to do? Write a song about what? About a frog. <laughs> I said, a frog? So I, I said, oh, yes. So she was a blonde bride from Pennsylvania, and she carried a big stick. So I said, yes, Mrs. Gaslander. <laughs> I hung up the phone, and right out my window, a beautiful bird sang this song. <laughs> he whistled a beautiful song. So I wrote Kamalani which tells about a handsome young prince who lived in Pihana Kalani, the fullness of heaven. And he came down to Cocoa Palms and fell in 
up with a granddaughter, but I cheat. But he didn't go home in time. He sent some to a frog and sang at the lagoon. That's what I did. And that's where I lived in, behind the Kalene, the fullness of heaven. And my goodness, I'm there singing. That legend was written about me in every room. I had no idea. The late Meliana Sung wrote it. She died already at 92. But in the bottom of the song, it says the frog had a birthmark in the center of his forehead, which I have, and was a singer, which I did. I love it. I need a copy of that song. I'll have to go. It's on CD, baby, right? If I want to download it. I'm Alani, yeah. Yeah. My, I have a friend that visits me from Georgia, and we have frogs in the backyard, too, here in Orlando. So I'm going to start playing her that song so she won't be scared of my frogs anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. It's called, it's called Kamalani. Kamalani means child of heaven. She fell in love with the child of heaven, Kamalani. So my granddaughter, my first granddaughter, is Kamalani. I have six children, 17 grand, 19 great, and their names are... <laughs> and their names are... <laughs> Too many to, to say the whole list. <laughs> you want to tell me the name? No, that's okay. <laughs> I'll never remember them all. <laughs> Well, shout out to the kids and the grandkids, though. There's no Elvis in there? <laughs> Hawaiian. It's Hawaiian. We have to um, friend them all on Facebook so we can tag them on this interview. So thank you so much for that. Well, I, Tyler, I know you got to get okay. going. I want to ask you one last question. Can you just um, tell us about your dreams and your hopes and your the future of Cocoa Palms? Just kind of tell us like, what's coming up in 2020. What can we look forward to? Well, you know, I think that you can feel the spirit on the call and in, in, in this conversation with Uncle Larry. And to us, that is Coco Ponds in a nutshell. It's the place of Aloha where people can come together and engage with one another and learn about each other and in doing so grow together and, and, uh, and enjoy life and have memorable experiences. And so to us, that's what Coco Ponds always represented. And we think Grace Gustlander, she sure was a pioneer and amazing woman and, and what she did with Coco Ponds to, to put it on the map like it is. You know, we really respect everything that she's done and look up to her. And we hope that, you know, we can, we can start to scratch the surface and, and, and bring back, you know, even, a, you know, any kind of inkling of what she brought, uh, you know, to the people and folks of Kauai and all over the world through Coco Palm. Yes. Oh, we can't wait. Just, just so much. Well, we want to thank you both so much for, um, just, delivering Cocoa Palms and just uh, we're excited that you are succeeding and honoring its rich past and the meaningful history and, and we're still celebrating and embracing the future so we're just so looking forward to it. Thank you Larry and Tyler so much for being on the show with us today. Thank 
Thank you. Man, Coco Palm is not a dream anymore. Coco Palm is not a dream. It's happening. That's yes. awesome. <laughs> Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> Aloha begins with me. Aloha begins with, <laughs> yes. with me. And Aloha you. begins with me. And Lair, Uncle Larry. And Uncle Larry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Aloha. Yeah. All right, you two. Bye. Thank you, guys. Thank you. CCB Radio is strictly a family publication, not affiliated in any way with Elvis Presley Enterprises or any of its affiliates or subsidiaries. All trademarks, product names, company names, and logos mentioned are the property of their respective owners. All opinions stated within do not necessarily reflect the opinions of anyone else, and certainly not Elvis Presley Enterprises.